get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Coming up in about 15 minutes or so, play a game of in or out. 65780 is the air comfort service text line for in or out. But right now, we are thrilled to be joined by the one and only Katie Wu. She joins us via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Cardinals insider for the athletic, ready to recap this Cardinals season. Katie, we always appreciate the time. Tanner told us that you're at the airport right now. Please tell me you're not flying Southwest today. Oh, that's the whole reason why I'm actually out at the airport right now is I was supposed to fly Southwest yesterday. Um, I have learned a lot about myself during this experience. And, you know, it's funny, you guys, when you think the season's over, you're like, oh, you know, I love the travel and I love the job. It's awesome. But sometimes these travel days can be pretty grueling. So when the season was over, I was like, well, at least I won't have any, like, horrendous travel days. (laughs) And here I am, like, hour 36, just trying to get to St. Louis. (laughs) Well, Katie, you got to know something about our guy, BK. Uh, he oh, he not only on. has BKO'd what we like to call here on 101 ESPN, where he just basically ruined someone's life. He's done that for Cardinals <laughs> players. He's done that for other baseball sorry, teams. Mendoza, so I'm sorry, buddy. And and Katie, he did it for Southwest Airlines. He he shut down Katie. an entire airline. So this is why you're like BK. yeah. This is why you're going through a rough day right now, Katie. When I was in Denver trying to get home. Uh, they literally shut down the airline for like six hours. They like nationally, the entire airline was just not taking off from anywhere. So that was my experience with it. But I was able to take off. I apologize to you. I don't know how I did this, but I feel like my bad juju somehow wore off on you. And that's why you're not able to get out of Chicago. Well, thank you. It is, you know, it's, I honestly could have just taken a train home at this point, but I wasn't thinking that far. So thank you for the apology. I really appreciate it. So, Katie, where are you going? Are you going back home to San Francisco? Or are you going on vacation? She's coming here, man. Oh, you're coming back here? No, oh, you got to go vacation. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm coming back to St. Louis. I was, you know, when they were in L.A., I had family in Northern California. So after the wild card game, I flew to California for a couple days, flying back to St. Louis. We'll be in town for a couple more weeks, and then we'll go back to Northern California, do some Arizona Fall League stuff. You know, the off-season stuff, even though, but it's like not really the off-season because you still work. Yeah, I mean, well, welcome to St. Louis. Yeah. That's that's how it works here <laughs> in particular. Over. All right, let's talk a right. little bit about the season that was, Katie, because now we're into evaluation mode, and you know how this goes. It's it's overreactions to everything that we saw over the, the sample size that was the 162 and then, of course, the 1. I think where we want to begin with you is a conversation that we had a little bit earlier today. Derek Gould reported on Friday that the Cardinals are going to be having contract extension talks with Mike Schilt, which makes sense to me. And then he he wrote in his piece about what the role could potentially be moving forward for Jeff Albert as well. Do you expect this offseason a contract extension for Mike Schilt? And then in terms of Jeff Albert, do you think that he's going to be back in the same role next year? Um, you know, I absolutely expect a contract extension for Mike Schilt. And before people start yelling at us on their phones or over their radio airwaves, the amount of respect that Mike Schilt has had for his clubhouse this year, I think has really flown under the radar. If you talk to any of the key players of this Cardinals club, they'll tell you straight up, 
The whole reason they believe they were able to make that run in September that they did was because of the coaching staff, was because of Mike Schultz's calm demeanor, his steadiness, and his ability to not fret. Um, Paul Goldschmidt and I had a conversation right the day before or the day that they clinched second wild card spot, and he had nothing but great things to say about Mike Schultz. He said, you know, straight up, I think there's a, there can be a lot of benefit from having a manager that sticks with the same thing, that, you know, there's consistency. He's never too high, never too low. And honestly, if you look at what Mike Schultz has done, he's had made the postseason all three years as that he's been the, you know, the full-time manager. If you have anything to maybe kind of have some questions about, it might be his postseason record. I believe he's 4-9 and nine in the postseason. But overall, he's doing what a manager does, and he's had some really great results for a roster, especially this year that wasn't built for success. So that's answering to your first question. I do believe they will uh, offer a contract extension to Mike Schultz. Um, and I do believe Jeff Albert will be back, but I think 2022 will be like the year. It will be the testing year for him. It's either the results are here or they're not. We've seen changes throughout the organization, not just at the major league level, but through the minor league system as well of the entire organization trying to implement his hitting philosophy and his hitting program. The results are there, but not enough to be substantial and not enough to fully buy in. I think there's definitely still a lot of improvement. They did make huge leaps in the second half of the season, especially if you look at guys like Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader. But there's still a lot to improve there. So I think that Jeff Albert will return, but I think 2022 is ultimately going to be a decision year for him and the Cardinals. What about Mike Maddox, Katie? Because, of course, we saw positives with his pitching staff, but then we also saw the negatives of the amount of walks and hit-by-pitchers we saw. I would agree, um, and I think that was honestly more of a development problem for the younger guys what the Cardinals did was they got rid of those, those pitchers that had the, the erratic, you know, wild zone issues. And they traded John Gant. Johan Oviedo wasn't ever really brought up for success, but he was brought up out of necessity. And you can argue whether or not that was the right move or the move they had to make because they didn't have anybody else. But what Mike Maddox was able to do in the second half to kind of stabilize that and work with veteran pitchers, I think deserves some credit too. So I think Mike Maddox will be back next year regardless. Um, and it will be interesting to see how the younger pitchers in this system, I mean, we saw some tremendous growth from Jake Woodford, but when we're looking at the top prospects, we're looking at Libertor, we're looking at Oviedo, we're looking at these younger guys, how they respond in 2022 and limiting that walk rate. We're talking to Katie Wu, Cardinals insider for The Athletic. You should give her a follow on Twitter as well. She's at Katie J. Wu. Uh, Katie, as you look at this lineup going into this offseason, and a lot of Cardinals fans would say that's that's the number one place where they want to see an improvement over the long haul next year. Where do you think the most likely improvement would come from this offseason? You know, I think this is kind of the obvious point is that you sh- the Cardinals will probably look to upgrade their middle infield, especially the shortstop position. I don't know how you not at least look at that with the free agent class that's expecting to come in. Now, I know that we can get all into the, the back and forth of, okay, the CBA is expiring. Is there going to be a work stoppage? How do you proceed through a hot stove that isn't looking to be so hot this winter? Uh John Mozeliak had a conversation with me a month ago saying, you know, until there is kind of a, that December 1st deadline comes across and there's more clarity on what the offseason will look like, the Cardinals are going to, you know, resume like there was no limitations, like it's a normal offseason. So I fully expect St. Louis to kind of be in the mix and at least check in on that shortstop market. I think Tommy Evans still one of the most underrated players in baseball. He had one heck of a game Wednesday, did everything he could to try to get that team to win. And with Nolan Gorman coming up and being in the middle infield, there's still questions about Paul DeYoung. The team likes Sosa, but is there a better option out there in the free agent market? I think that's what they're trying to figure out, is how can they get their middle infield to work? Because obviously their corner infield is fine with Arnon and Goldschmidt. 
And you look at that outfield, and that outfield sure looks really good for years to come. So for me, if I'm looking at where the Cardinals seriously can consider upgrading or where the most questions remain, it's the middle infield. So if if they don't accomplish signing one of those shortstops, Katie, do you think that they go to the next option of, okay, well, let's see if we can bolster this starting pitching rotation? Or do you think they still look for an impact bat and just add that to the DH? Yeah, you know, that's a great question because we still don't know if the DH will be fully implemented. I think that all teams are you know presuming that it will be. So I think that they will. Honestly, I think if they've learned anything from 2021, it's that you need starting pitching and you can never have enough. You know, I know that they have four solidified spots in Adam Wainwright, Jack Flaherty, Miles Michaels, and Dakota Hudson. You need at least two more there, at least two more. Um, Alex Reyes is still potentially being built up as a starter. He's supposed to go to the Dominican Winter League and get some more Indians this year. The team is looking at maybe developing Jordan Hicks into a starter. I mean, he's in the Arizona Fall League just trying to get back some strength right now. But I think it would do them some, some good, obviously. And I, I honestly think there's some interest in bringing back Wade LeBlanc. Just finding a, a stopgap guy like LeBlanc was, like Jay Happ could be, um, just to kind of round out that rotation. Because, guys, we all saw what happened in May when they had three starting pitchers in the rotation. I think that will take importance if we're looking at, at rank of things. It would go middle infield, starting pitching, and then a bench bat. Uh, the bench bat's the next thing that I wanted to ask you about, Katie, is we're looking to this offseason. That's one place that the team definitely needs to upgrade is, is the bats that are coming off of the bench. Do you think it is more likely that this team is able to acquire those bats via internal improvements? So I'm thinking Juan Yepes, maybe whenever Nolan Gorman's coming up, the, the internal young guys that potentially graduate their way through the system. Or do you think the Cardinals are going to be aggressive in going out and acquiring bats for their bench this offseason? I personally think that they have a better chance of developing a bench bat through their system. I mean, Lars Newfar sure was a like tantalizing, fun to watch, and productive left-handed bench bat, and a good fourth outfield option there. You have guys like Gorman coming up, who has you know been a prospect that's always been prized for his bat, the top pitch, or the top position playing prospect in the organization, top 100 prospect in baseball. I don't really see what's the point in having prospects if you're not going to promote them anytime soon. And he had, you know, a great year across two levels in the minor leagues. And Yepes is interesting, too. You know, obviously they thought highly enough of him to put him on the playoff roster where he would potentially make his major league debut in the highest setting. And he's also a a Rule 5 guy, so he needs to be on the 40-man roster. So I think if they're going in order of importance, again, if they're looking for the shortstop market and looking to potentially add for starting pitching, it would make sense to find a bench bat or hopefully find one in their minor league system. Katie, do you think Jamo Zalok uh, is going to be active on the trade market as well? And I only ask this because, you know, you're battling for shortstops and everyone wants one of the premier shortstops. And there's not a whole lot of starting pitchers on the market that you'd go after unless you do go for a lesser name like a Wade LeBlanc. But they do have pieces like, you know, possibly an Andrew Kisner or maybe some of the minor league players that they could deal from to try and upgrade on the trade market rather than spending all of the money on the free agency market. Yeah, I think they'll look to trade. But we also have to remember how much money is coming off the books. I mean, they're, you know, they're not going to pick up Carlos Martinez's option. They're they're not going to pick up Matt Carpenter's option, although I do believe that Matt Carpenter should, should be remembered more for what he did in his Cardinals career than what this last season looked like. You can choose to honor and remember Carlos Martinez however you want. Uh, but um, Andrew Miller is probably coming off the books as well. Dexter Fowler is coming off the books. Like, they have money to spend. Now, of course, if the trade is right and they can meet some asking prices, I think they'll do so. 
But remember, the whole reason that they weren't big on trading this, I mean, they're never that big on trading during the trade deadline. But their main reason why they weren't this summer was because all their trade pieces that teams would be interested in, like Giovanni Gallegos, perhaps, or Cabrera, are, or their top minor leaguers, are key factors in what they want to accomplish in 2022, which has all along been their biggest, you know, go-for-it window of contention. So it would take a lot for a trade. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it has to be very particular because the Cardinals are very high on the pieces they have right now. Final question. We'll get you out of here on this. And thanks so much for the time as you're hanging out at uh, Chicago's airport, Katie. <laughs> thanks so much for joining BKO, us today. Katie. Um, if there was an extension candidate this offseason for the Cardinals, who do you think it would be? This offseason? Yeah. As in, like, going into 2022? Yeah. So a Cardinal that you think is most likely to sign an extension with the team this, this offseason? Um, well, I thought it was going to be Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina, so they did that. Um, but going into this offseason, if he didn't get hurt, I thought this would have been a really good year for Jack. Um, you know, he's certainly proven that he is a, a, you know, generational talent. He can headline the rotation. He's one of the most exciting stars in baseball. It's a shame the injuries kind of hindered a career, hindered his season because he was looking like he was going to be a Cy Young candidate early in the year. So that's who I would have thought going into this season. Um, but now thinking about it, you know, the, the only like automatics that you have to extend would be Yachty and Wainwright, which they yeah. did straight up. So it's interesting. I, I, they, they love signing those young guys early. So I was wondering if there would maybe be a, a candidate for that, but th- it's just so unknown with what Tyler O'Neill is going to be like right. moving forward. Katie, thanks so much for hopping on with us. All the best with your travel plans today and this off season. We'll talk with you again soon. Enjoy your time off in the meantime, though. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today.